Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So I agree with the vast majority of Second Amendment defenders and responsible gun owners who support expanded background checks and enforced red flag laws i am not threatened by that i think something has to be done you're never going to take the risk down to zero can we take common sense measures to lower the risk of more massacres like we had in uvalde texas a couple of weeks ago there have been something like 250 uh mass shootings in the united states since the beginning of the year four people are more killed well over 250 and counting Yesterday, Senate negotiators said they had finalized a bipartisan 80-page gun safety bill to take firearms away from dangerous people and provide billions of dollars in new mental health funding. So here's the deal. The gun bill has passed in the Senate, including 14 votes from the GOP, including McConnell and Cornyn. But House Republicans apparently, reportedly, will formally oppose this bipartisan gun package and push lawmakers to vote against it. Rob Doerr is Senior VP, Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, and uh, he has joined us numerous times in the past. Rob, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Paul. Have you had a chance to look at this bill at all? Um, yes, it, it did come out uh, yesterday. The the text of it did just a little bit before they voted on it. I, I want to reset a couple of things real quick. One, it hasn't passed off of the Senate floor yet. What they did is just a procedural motion to get it on right. uh, for debate. So it still has to be debated uh, on the Senate floor and, and then passed off. Uh, so just a clarification there. And then I did hear you on your introduction. You say that there's been over 250 mass shootings. Um, and then you said with four or more people killed, there's a little bit of a conflict in, in the numbers there, just to make sure we're operating on the same, the, the right information here. The, the gun violence archive, where that 250 number comes from, they count anytime four or more people are injured, uh, not necessarily killed. Uh, when you go to four or more killed, the, the numbers in the single digits, just, just to kind of set the stage here. Okay. All right. Uh, we we absolutely want to be true to the data, so I, I appreciate that. Is this something based on, and you probably haven't had a chance to do a deep dive and, and digest all 80 pages of this, but is what they're trying to do, d does this pass the red face test with you, and is this something, in theory, you and the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus could support? Yeah, so I think there's a lot of things to like in this uh, in this bill and things that we've been working for, things like school safety audits, uh, infrastructure investments, uh, mental health resources, strengthening penalties for uh, straw purchasers, which is the number one source of criminally acquired firearms, and, and incentivizing some more investigations into those things. All of those things are things that that we've supported on. I think where our members and our organization has a, a big problem with is the 
the incentivization, incentivization for states to pass the red flag laws, pr- particularly the ones uh, where ex parte orders uh, are used. Expand on that. Why, why does that cause indigestion for, for some of your uh, members of the caucus? Yeah, so uh, uh, the the big issue with the ex parte order process is it's, an, uh, it's a process where the accused doesn't have the opportunity to provide their defense before an order is issued. And what an ex parte order does, it allows anybody, uh, these are the bills that have been introduced in Minnesota. We don't have any language in front of us in Minnesota. All The federal government can't enforce a national red flag law. Um, so what they're doing is they're dangling money to the states to get the states to pass their own laws. So what we've seen introduced here on, in Minnesota in the last few years, uh, last few legislative sessions, allows anybody who's a family member, anybody who's a roommate, who lives in the same household, who's related by blood, or anybody who's ever been in a significant romantic relationship with somebody, to go to a court with an accusation, and then the court gets to decide whether that person has their firearm seized before the individual has an opportunity to offer their defense. And that's where our, our, our big issue is there, is that, that we've seen in other states where this has been abused, uh, but moreover, it's just a due process violation to go and see somebody's property before they have a chance to have an adversarial hearing. Okay. One thing that uh, stood out to me, in recent years, many of the shooters in these these mass attacks, which are really you know, murder-suicides, sadly. Um, but many of them have been younger, under the age of 21. And one one thing that this legislation, proposed legislation, does is toughen background checks for the youngest firearms buyers. Is is that a good idea in your estimation? Um, you know, I... I, I, I'm not sure about the efficacy of it, but uh, I, I think I see where they're trying to go with it. I think the devil's going to be in the details with this one, particularly because some states like Minnesota, when you're a minor, we don't actually convict you of crimes. We adjudicate you, uh, adjudicate you delinquent. Um, and so you're, you haven't actually been convicted of any crimes. There's just you've had some behavior that has caused concern in the past. And there are some crimes where if you get certified as an adult, you get treated as an adult, and those do impact your gun rights. And I think that that's that's a, a, a right standard to have. Uh, but I, I, how the implementation of this is going to be very interesting, especially from a due process, where if, if you've got somebody who hasn't been identified as a criminal, if you're going to deny them their constitutionally protected rights, uh, what's the threshold that has to be met, uh, you know, if, if there hasn't been a criminal conviction? Okay, got it. Um, Rob, I'm, I'm just curious, what would you do? Uh, what are some measures that you would propose um, to, to lower the risk of firearms getting into the hands of people who should not have firearms? I, I keep hearing about mental health, and my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, is that our rates of mental health problems in the United States are not significantly different than other countries around the world. What is different is that we have far more firearms available uh, for the wrong people to get their hands on. What would you like to see happen? Yeah, I think, you know, if, I, I'd encourage your your listeners and maybe even yourself to go watch the hearing that took place yesterday with the um, 
uh, director of the Texas Department of Public Safety, talking about all of the issues that individuals saw with this shooter, but nobody reported it. I mean, they talked about some horrific things like him carrying around a bag of uh, dead cats and making yeah. explicit th- threats to people that he was going to shoot up a school. But no, not a single individual reported that to law enforcement so that they could even investigate and keep their eye on this individual. Um, you know, we've uh, you know we've talked before that that we've been strong advocates for for increased mental health, particularly in our in our schools, uh, trying to catch these people up upstream because. Uh, anybody who's under 21 has no problem finding narcotics, has no problem getting cigarettes or, or, or vapes. Uh, yeah, a, a, a firearm might be slightly more difficult, but not impossible for them. I think wh- where we're going to find the most common ground is trying to catch these individuals who need help upstream before they I- injure themselves or injure somebody else with a firearm or with, with anything else. The, the, the most deadly attack on a school uh, it didn't happen with a firearm. It, ha- it happened with with, uh, with explosives in, in Michigan. And I, I think we, we want to identify these people who are threats and address the actual threat rather than try to play whack-a-mole with the different types of instruments that they, that they could use. But moreover, I, I think we just need to, to work on, as a society, knowing the resources that are available and keeping an eye out for the warning signs. There's a great outfit that's based here in Minnesota, The Violence Project, they, they've got done the most comprehensive research on mass shooters that's out there. And if you look, there's no single indicator that's, that's, that tells you that somebody is going to commit a mass shooting, but there's always a picture that's being painted. And getting people to recognize the pieces of those pictures and to collaborate, that's what's going to have the most, most successful effect in, uh, in addressing these individuals and getting them the help they need before they try to carry out mass harm via any means. Yeah, absolutely. There are often breadcrumbs on social media. People go back and say, could have, should have, would have. But yeah, the bottom line, and I could not agree more. If you see something, say something. Don't assume that the other guy or gal is reporting this person to the police. Err on the side of caution and pick up the phone and do something about it. Rob Doerr, Senior VP, Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Thanks for joining us today, Rob. Anytime. Thank you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.